Welcome back to Global Tehillim and Physics Daily Call. On behalf of the OU, this is Nastali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. As always, thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Chamishi, the third day of the month of Sivan and the 47th day of the Omer. I'd like to thank our incredible and generous sponsors for their continuous support, in particular the Schwartz family, whose names are prominently listed in the OU Daily email. To sponsor future programs, please visit ou.org slash call. That's ou.org forward slash C-A-L-L. Please note the deadline to submit a sponsorship for Monday's program is Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Eastern. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Baruch Goldstein of Kalner, Lemea in Brooklyn, New York, to share Dibri Chizik, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Goldstein, slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Tarek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kuf, Chaf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. It will be followed by the Mishaberach Lecholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of all those whom we are davening for. And Rabbi Goldstein will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. With great honor, Rabbi Goldstein. Thank you, Nathalie, for the warm introduction. Good afternoon, everybody. As we are approaching the festival of Shavuos, the question really is, is what's the takeaway message? What's the mindset? What's the mood that we're supposed to be feeling? And I would like to share with everyone an interesting medrash, where the medrash tells us that before HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to the Jews, the request of them to accept the Torah, the Rebbe first went to the other nations of the world to give them a chance as well to accept the Torah. And the Medrash continues that when he approached the Bnei Esau, he asked them if they would like to accept the Torah, and they innocently asked, what does it say in the Torah? And God responded that it says, it's a prohibition, one is not allowed to commit murder. And after the Bnei Esau hearing this, they said, what do you mean? You're not allowed to kill? But after all, that's our entire essence. It's part of our DNA. Our inclination is that we, when we get angry, our entire essence is to live by the sword. And therefore, they rejected God's offer of giving them the Torah. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu went to the Bnei Yishmol. He went to the Arabs and he asked them, would you like to accept the Torah? And they as well objected to this offer. They said, Maxidbe, what does the Torah say? HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds, it says, Le signals. One is prohibited from stealing. Thievery is an Isidoraisa. One is not allowed to steal. And the Arabs answered back, if that's the case, what do you mean our entire essence, our makeup, our DNA is a nation that steals? And then the Medrash concludes, he came to the Bnei Amin and they asked the same question, Matsudbe, what does it state in the Torah? And the Rebbe Shalom answered them that there's a prohibition of a rias of immoral and licentious acts. And they said, what do you mean? Our kolu masi by rais, our entire essence, our makeup, our inclination is all about our rais. Until we finally came to the, to the Jewish people where we responded, Nasev and Ishma, of course, are ready to accept the entire Torah. It begs the question. The Rebunish Shalom knows a person better than they know themselves. After all, he created them. So what's the meaning of this whole dialogue? Why did God originally come to the other nations to ask them if they want to accept the Torah? Doesn't the Rebunishal himself know that the Torah doesn't fit them? Their entire inclination 
their DNA, their essence is to violate the Torah. So what's the purpose of this whole dialogue between the Rebani Shalom and the other nations? But the answer is, is because yes, that's the power of Torah. That's the sacredness of Torah. That it has the ability to go ahead and metamorphosize and change the entire essence of what a person is. To elevate them, to transform them. Yes, a person by nature could be someone who's a ganav. He could be a murderer. He could be someone who's an immoral person. But when one applies themselves to the holiness and the sacredness of Torah, Torah has the capacity to be able to transform and change the entire essence of the person. You think the Jewish people were so perfect? After all, the Gemara tells us that we were al Shabuumais with a brazen nation. But yet, upon accepting the Torah, we as a nation allowed the Torah to permeate our souls, to elevate us, to transform us. And that, in a sense, is really the message of that when we approach the Yantav of Shuois and we celebrate, what we are in essence celebrating is the fact that we're given the greatest gift, the gift of Torah, which has the capacity to change and transform the entire essence of the person. Now, remember my Rebbe of Shmuel Birnbaum Zatzal told us over that there were times that the great Sadiq, Reboch Ber Leibowitz, when he was immersed and toiling and sweating on a Rashba, and after spending many times, many hours, and exerting himself to understand what the Rashba was saying, and he finally understood the explanation, he saw such simcha emanating from his eyes. He would say over to the Bachan, to the students, that if not for the fact that he engrosses himself in Torah and applies himself to Torah, he would have been one of the Bolsheviks. He would have been part of the army. But yet Torah changed his entire essence. And that's what we're celebrating, the Koyach of what Torah is all about. You know, my Rebbe of Shmuel Birnam used to say that we find so many times in life that people, they feel a void, they feel undernourished, they feel lack of satisfaction, and they begin to search, and in a sense, their lifestyle begins to change, whether it's in lavish vacations, in the way they eat, the homes that they live in, because they feel a void, they feel like something's missing. But even after all the vacationing and they come back, they come to me and they tell me that they still feel empty. They still feel the void. They still feel that lack of satisfaction. As if Shmuel used to say over, you know why? Because what's missing, the void that you're feeling, is not something that the body, the physical body is missing. But rather the greatest remedy, the greatest therapy, what gives a person the highest level of simcha and happiness is when one applies himself to Torah. He has a chavusa, he makes a seder, whether it's in the morning, or whether it's at night. But the more a person applies himself to Torah, that ultimately is going to give the person the greatest satisfaction and the greatest simcha. The Steinman used to say over that his oilam haba, he does not know what it's going to look like. After all, does he know what the Rebani Shalom of God expects of him? His true potential, is he maximizing his potential? Is he really using all his strength? But he says, one thing I can tell you for sure, that my oilam has a, the enjoyment that I have in this world, that's unbeatable. You can imagine if Steinman, he didn't even have a back to his chair, he used to sit on the bed, he barely ate. But yet he said that his oilam has a, the pleasure that he has in this world, that's unbeatable. He has the greatest simple from anybody else. Because that's what the Koyach of Torah is all about. And therefore, when we go into the Yantav of Shavuos, 
what we're celebrating is really we're celebrating that we are today, we are today all our accomplishments, all our mitzvahs, all our service to the Rebunish Loyalum is due to the fact that we have the Torah and the Torah elevates us, it transforms us and it makes us the special people who we really are. And for the women that are in the audience that are listening and you say, but what do you mean? We don't have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The Gemara Mesechus Brachus already tells us the answer. Nashim the Maizachir, how are the ladies, how are the women, how, are they, how do they merit, how are they zayichet to discuss of Torah? And the answer is the Gemara because if they assist their husbands and their children, or if they help a Talmud Chacham in his endeavors, says the Gemara that part and parcel, parallel to the merit, to the schos, that the male members of Ka Yisrael are zayichet to, so to no less is the schos of the Nashim Tzitkanis of our generation. May we takabi zaycha, and may we merit that when we enter this yontav of Shuas, that we celebrate the sacredness, the holiness of what Torah stands for, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu in return grant us the ultimate simcha, the ultimate happiness of the coming of Mashiach Tzitkanu B'meir V'yamenu. Amen. We're going to recite... Uh, we're going to begin with chapter 20. Chapter 23. <laughs> Capital chapter Kuf Chapter 130. <laughs> We're going to recite the Shabbat for the Cholim, and please insert the names at its proper time. 
Thank you so much, Rabbi Goldstein. Thank you so much, Rabbi Goldstein. just want to point out one correction on my part. Um, I shared that the deadline to submit a sponsorship for Monday's program is Sunday evening. I'd like to thank one of our faithful listeners who quickly messaged me that Monday is Shavuos. So, of course, we will start up again next week on Tuesday um, following the Yantif of Shavuos. I'd like again thank Rabbi Goldstein and thank Chazak as well for the support and assistance in once again connecting us with Rabbi Goldstein. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and refua for all those in need will be answered with Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern with hearts full of faith. Stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and Chag Sameach.